Hello, folks. Welcome to Are You a Fan? If you like the episode, go check us out on uh, Facebook and give us a like and a follow. Maybe even share with a friend. Definitely share with a friend, actually. So, question for the week. Joker. What's up? If you could join, like, a space force that travels the galaxy to fight evil aliens, would you? I Yes, because that just sounds like an epic adventure. Right? Honestly, that, it sounds like Star Wars. <laughs> I'd do it. Okay, fair. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I think I'd do it, too. So, uh, folks, that brings us into this week's episode. Buzz Lightyear. We're changing it up. Is that... The one franchise I never thought we'd touch. Right? Toy Story. <laughs> it's a random one. So uh, let's get into it. Let's start out with real world. So Buzz Lightyear is a fictional character in the Toy Story franchise created by Disney and Pixar. Voiced by Tim Allen, he is a sentient toy action figure based on the in-universe film and television franchise of the same name. A Space Ranger superhero. Emphasis on Space Ranger. Because <laughs> that was his big uh, hang-up. <laughs> so Buzz Lightyear's name uh, was in honor of Apollo 11 astronaut Edwin Buzz Aldrin, the second person to walk on the moon. Which, I don't know, that, that whole controversy still throws me off. It's like, okay, who took uh, the other guy's picture? So clearly he wasn't the first. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's not let's not uh, let's not poke the hive that is the conspiracy theorists of the internet. <laughs> right, that's how we blow, that's did. how we blow up. <laughs> right, they all just start like, let me tell you about the moon landing. <laughs> okay, so according to a Pixar producer, the character was uh, provisionally named Lunar Larry. <laughs> I don't know why that name cracks me up. Uh, but it sounded too wacky. Yeah. Just a lot. <laughs> yes, they... So while trying to uh, rechristen his name, uh, we went through some space terms and the word light year came up. And the coolest astronaut name was Buzz Aldrin. Okay. I was like, which is fair because yeah, his, his nickname was definitely kind of one of the cooler ones because there wasn't a lot of other wacky names for astronauts it was all pretty standard names yeah you had neil and you had buzz yeah that was like there were plenty of others at the time because there's been a lot of uh people going into space by the time this came around but oh yeah he's still he was the most unique name there fair so aldrin would actually acknowledge this tribute when he pulled a buzz lightyear toy out during a speech at nasa uh to rapturous cheers uh, to which a clip of this can be found on the Toy Story 10th Anniversary DVD, um, though Aldrin wouldn't receive any endorsement fees for the use of his nickname. Aww. Which I feel like there's really no reason he'd want to. Mm, fair. And also, I, mean, I feel like just having it would having your name in basically embedded in this famous movie series, that'd be enough. Fair, fair. I can see that. Also, uh, yeah, I, I guess my poor mentality kicked in there. Of like, right. Of like, give me some refer, give me money. And that, like, but also makes you wonder if if he was just old enough, he just didn't care about it. Yeah, I Cause, imagine because he, he knows they may have reached out to him about it. Yeah. Also, I imagine he's not exactly broke given his history. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> so regarding the design of Lightyear, Toy Story director John Lazetter. Lazetter. Once again, as always, we apologize if we butcher names. Uh, Lizetter said he wanted to create an action figure in the line of G.I. Joe for the film and decided upon a spaceman figure. 
Lazetter attributed his design to the influence of Apollo astronauts. In particular, the clear helmets, uh, skull caps, communication devices, and white suits. And you can definitely see that influence. Oh, yeah. Minus it being slight, especially like the white suit being slightly altered for being a space ranger. Yeah. like, like It is very, you could very easily see all of the Apollo I- 11 stuff i can see like the apollo 11 but like definitely combined with like almost making a gi joe yeah that, that's like, exactly what it looks like 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 yeah seeing that i'm like i'm like oh my god that actually completely makes sense for the design <laughs> yep so the purple and fluorescent green color scheme were the favorite colors of both lissetter and his wife um the looks of the television actor ed kimmer are also believed to be a prototype for Lightyear. Uh, Kimmer played Commander Buzz uh, Corey in Space Patrol, one of the first science fiction series on American television. Oh, that's kind of cool. Which also I feel like that fits very well. That that would be your inspiration, being one of the very first ones out there. That'd be a great guy to do it. That'd be a. I mean, that's a heck of a tribute, and that's oh, to yeah. to, uh, to what started this whole like obsession with us, you know, loving sci-fi shows and everything. Oh yeah. All right. Originally, when a screen test was being made, producers wanted Buzz to be voiced by Billy Crystal. Crystal turned the role down, and after seeing the first film, he said that turning it down was the biggest mistake of his career. Yeah. Yeah, that, that knowing that you could have been in what eventually became one of like the best Pixar movies ever, the most iconic Pixar movies. Yep. Yeah, I'd feel bad for... Having that, be able I mean, to look it was, back on that. I mean, arguably, it was probably one of the saving graces of Tim Allen's career. It kind of was. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. He, a lot of flops after that. Yeah. So, sorry, Tim. We know it's been rough. <laughs> so, kind of a fun fact. In October of 2007, readers of Empire voted Buzz number one on the top 20 greatest Pixar characters. And he was also rated the 94th greatest movie character of all time. Wow. Which for a cartoon movie character, that is impressive as hell. That's very Especially the 94th greatest movie character of all time. That's very impressive. And then and number I'm sure one it's probably, of the top 20 greatest Pixar characters. That's a right. lot of characters to compete And I with. feel like that one, probably he could still compete for. The 94th spot, that's probably dropped a bit since in the last almost 20 years. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, the number one in the uh, Pixar one, like, dang. Like, but also, I can't, yeah. Ryan's like, I, I, I don't disagree with it at right? all. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I like a lot of Pixar characters, but come on, Buzz. Oh, <laughs> all yeah. the way. Okay. So let's get into in-universe Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. So, yeah, we're doing the in-universe of the Star Command spinoff and not Toy Story. Yes. Because <laughs> there's really nothing we could do for Toy Story without just being like, hey, watch the movie. Exactly. <laughs> so, because arguably the movie, does, like, there's no real major lore. Just We just know he was based on a person in that universe. Yeah. And the movie coming out is probably going to go more into that, possibly. Maybe. I have no idea. I feel like that's kind of the, the basis of who the toy was based on. Yeah. Okay, so early life. Little is known about Buzz's childhood besides the fact that he was born on the planet Morph. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Located in the Gamma Quadrant of Sector 4. Getting real real sci-fi technical here. Right. (laughs) So he grew up hearing all about Star Command and always wanted to be a space ranger. 
He was most likely raised by his grandmother, Nana uh, Lightyear. Seeing as she is the only, the only relative he's ever mentioned never hearing of his mother or father. I mean, <laughs> makes sense. They probably didn't do a whole lot of, hey, you need a background, so here's this. Right. It was a fairly, I feel like, quickly assembled show. Probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it definitely felt like it, but it was a good one. So Buzz also had an obsession with uh, weapon-based toys as a child. For his sixth birthday, he asked Nana Lightyear for a Ranger X Big Blue rocket that shot real flames but received socks instead, which he never really got over. <laughs> I mean, if you got a flame-throwing rocket and you get socked, I'd be pretty upset about that too. Right? Like, the, the options that you had, they were limitless. <laughs> and then now you're throwing socks. Yeah, it's a little disappointing. Anticlimactic. <laughs> right. So when he was nine, he wanted a retro rocket racer with real flashing flashing lights and a working laser. Um, and when he didn't get it for the holiday, he stopped believing in Santa Claus. The reason he never received the gift from Santa was because he had somehow gotten hold of a blaster and injured his cat Fluffy, proving that he was irresponsible with such toys. <laughs> Also, fun little side bit. I do believe in this universe, Santa Claus does exist. Too. Oh, probably. <laughs> but I just, I just love those. Like, yeah, you just proved why you can't have these right. kind of toys, Buzz. It's one of those, like, like, why did you give me the toy as just a crater behind you? <laughs> yep. So it is unknown uh, when he became a junior space ranger, si- uh, signing up for the Space Ranger Academy. But at one point, when he was 12 years old, he skipped out on a meeting. Hmm. Man, so, that's good. He was very irresponsible at the beginning. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Real maverick. Right. So, Academy years and quitting Star Command. So, however, Buzz eventually would mature and learn to be responsible about such things. Uh, during his training at the Academy, alongside Warp Dark Matter and Ty Parsec, you know, they just can't get away from these uh, right. sci-fi names. I just feel like they're in the main room and they're like, what sounds spacey? Right. And I love how he's got the most normal name, but everybody else got, oh, it's it's spacey name. Right. So, somebody was like, somebody was like looking at an old space book. Right. So yeah, so during the tra- time in the academy with uh, Warp and Ty, he would study long hours and underwent rigorous training, slowly becoming the space ranger he would become, he would come to be known as today. Okay, so he managed to finish first in his class and was eager to set off and get a taste of how space rangers operate. However, his enthusiasm in pursuing criminals proved to be too overzealous, forgetting how the court system could be used against him for his over-the-line conduct in arrests. Without the proper evidence, one criminal he had uh, bagged was allowed to walk free and Buzz was faced with disciplinary charges over blowing up half an Alliance Plaza. Oh my God, it's getting darker than I was expecting. It's like, like, man, so what? He was just one of those dirty cops, like just like, like your taillights out. (laughs) No, not even that. Like, no, he just went to the extreme to catch his criminals (laughs) and which apparently was a little too extreme. Yeah, maybe don't blow up (laughs) Innocent buildings and and civilians. (laughs) So this would lead Buzz to become embittered by the justice system, and he decided to quit Star Command and left the life of a space ranger. Uh, He let the road take him wherever it would and ended up traveling all the way to the edge of the galactic fringe. So I kind of do like that. It's like, 
He left the system, kind of became a wandering nobody. Really, uh, yeah. Huh. Does it, does it remind me of something? I don't know what. Right. <laughs> on a lone planet, he crash-landed on an Arcadium gas farmstead and uh, met Micah and his mother, Zoe, who sheltered him during his stay. He also encountered Var- Vartkis, an overbearing gas baron who was causing trouble for the gas harvesting through deceptive means and violence. That's what it is. Every Clint Eastwood movie, Western <laughs> movie. That's what I'm recognizing. That sounds about right. <laughs> so he would help uh, Micah and Zoe handle Vartkis and rediscovered what it meant to be a space ranger. Learning that a space ranger never gives up on who he is or, or what he or she believes in. Um, now more than ever was he determined to do the right thing, even if it meant adhering to the justice system. After arresting Varkis and his punk goons, he would return to Star Command. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's just that very generic story of, hey, you left this for this reason, but you're still going to learn to appreciate it and you're going to go back. Right? Like, yeah, de- definitely like that low, like that lone soul. soul. Ah, there we go. Rambo. Oh, a little. Eh. Ah, okay, Rambo didn't go back. Yeah. God damn. It's on the tip. Of, it's in my I brain. I like you have the right idea just without Rambo going, but that would have been him going back too. So mm. Kind of. Yeah. It's kind of a mix of a lot of things. There's a Yeah, I'm seeing a, quite a few, few inspirations here. Right. Which honestly I love. Oh, heck yeah. Okay, so in uh, other media. Yeah, kind of. Not huge, but slightly bigger than I was expecting. So, in movies, obviously he appears in all four of the Toy Story movies. The 2000 Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, The Adventure Begins. And the upcoming Lightyear film, voiced by Chris Evans. Which, that is awesome. I'm excited. It looks (laughs) awesome. It looks like a good movie. Oh, yeah. And then, obviously, throughout Pixar and Disney short films, like most characters are they have way too many cameos yeah true <laughs> that's like just listing hey go look go watch these movies you'll probably find them <laughs> right and that's like the entire list of pixar <laughs> um so in tv he appears in the spinoff tv show buzz lightyear of star command and has also appeared in two episodes of family guy and an episode of south park <laughs> so i think i remember the family guy one i don't remember the south park one I don't either. I because th- I'm kind of with you. I, oh no, I remember the Family Guy one. I definitely don't remember the South Park. And then he actually had a couple of uh, video games. He appears in animated storybook Toy Story, uh, and Disney's Activity Center Toy Story, and then Kingdom Hearts three. Of course, Kingdom Hearts. Right. <laughs> and I feel I want to say there was a uh, an actual like Toy Story game for the Game Boy. That I played as a kid that he was in. That's possible. But it didn't show up in the list. Hmm. So I mean, I may just be thinking there was one because I remember the Lion King one. That was like uh, impossible yeah. to beat. Yeah. <laughs> Get to level three. Impossible. <laughs> Not possible. Beat level two at all. Right. Heck, half the time even beat level one. That was an accomplishment. <laughs> okay. So uh, I guess question that I always ask every time. You a fan joker? Yeah, I remember watching the, the Star Command cartoon and movies. I think I still have the movie somewhere, to be honest. I know I have the VHS at my mom's house somewhere. <laughs> we need to get that and watch it. I'm down. <laughs> we still have a VHS player, because we're freaking hipsters, apparently. 
<laughs> it's analog, man. <laughs> and you know what? I'm a fan too. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.